Priannon straightened and faced Miss Cookson squarely. How could a kindly man like Mr. Cookson have a harridan of a sister like you? What? You heard, you miserable old hen, Priannon said. No wonder he never asked you to visit him, not even in the last days of his illness. You haven't a compassionate bone in your body. She moved closer, and Miss Cookson backed away nervously. Who sat with him day and night, seeing him through the long, dark hours? Priannon resisted the temptation to slap the woman. I did. You should be grateful to me, not throwing me out into the night like this. What are the neighbours going to make of it, you think? Evidently that had not occurred to Miss Cookson, because she looked startled. I, I don't know, I never thought... Well, perhaps you could stay here until daylight. I suppose another night here wouldn't do any harm. You can keep your bed, Priannon said. I wouldn't stay here now if you begged me to. She knew she was being a fool. In daylight, she could look for another job and arrange some cheap lodgings. But who would bother with her in the middle of the night? Miss Cookson smiled thinly. That settles it for me then, doesn't it? I'll just inform all who wish to know that when I asked you to stay until morning, you refused. She laughed spitefully. In any case, who would give your sort the time of day? No one respectable, I'll wager. May God forgive you, because I won't. Priannon picked up her bag and pushed past Miss Cookson. Oh, and I shouldn't worry about what the neighbours think of you. Tales of your meanness have travelled before you. Miss Cookson looked as if she had swallowed a lemon as she folded her arms across her thin chest. Get out at once, you insolent upstart. I'm going. I wouldn't stay here another minute. You're a miserable, dried-up spinster, and I'm not surprised you couldn't get a man. Priannon hurried down the stairs. Her bag bumped against her legs, but she was too angry to notice. Out in the street, she looked around her, wondering which direction to take, then began to make her way through town uphill towards the Stradvaur. Even at this time of night, the high street was thronged with people. She saw several affluent gentlemen in good coats and tall hats step out of a carriage and make for the brightly lit entrance of the Paradise Park Hotel and knew what sort of business they would be conducting in such premises. Prostitutes lurked in doorways, knowing that the time to ply for trade was later, when the gentlemen, fortified with a hearty meal and a great deal to drink, would want to round off the evening with a good wench. Rhiannon paused, and a great sadness washed over her as she saw a young girl, little more than a child, rubbing one bare foot against the other in an attempt to keep warm. That had been the way she had lived once, but she would never again sell herself to any man. She squared her shoulders. She must look on tonight as a new beginning. Now, having worked as maidservant to a respected gentleman of the town, she would be more likely to find another position in service, perhaps with a newcomer who'd never heard about her past. What are you looking at, missus? Priannon realised that the girl was talking to her. Evening she said. Sorry, I didn't mean to stare. That's all right, then. Now push off. There's enough of us work in the Paradise Park as it is. I'm not here to do business, Priannon said. I'm just looking for someone to stay the night. The girl shrugged. Look, why don't you give up this life? Priannon said impulsively. It's no good for you, not in the long run. Just go away. 
I don't want no sermons preached to me, thanks. No, you've got it wrong. I used to do what you're doing, and I know what life on the streets is like. Why don't you get out of the trade while you're still young enough to find a decent position somewhere? Had one once, the girl said, till the master got hold of me. Ruined me, he did, and I was thrown out into the street like a stray dog. Rhiannon tried again. Something like that happened to me, but I had a bit of luck and got out of it. I won't have no luck. The girl pushed back her tangled hair. I have never had any. Things can change, Rhiannon said gently, like they did for me. Well, you had all the luck going then, didn't you? You had my share as well, by the look of it. She glanced at Rhiannon's good clothes. I'm Rhiannon Bynan. What's your name? What's your name? Rhiannon tried a different tack.